The Risk Report with Ryan Huang. Hello, welcome to this segment of The Risk Report where we explore all the red flags you need to look out for when it comes to money and business. And we'll talk about what to do when you are investing, how to avoid scams and even avoid mistakes at home and at work. And today we are zooming in on IPOs and the risks to look out for when investing in them. And joining me for this conversation is Rusmin Ang. He is the CEO of The Fifth Person. Hey Ryan, thanks for having me. Hey Rusmin, IPOs usually are very attractive to many investors because there's so much hype, there's a great story and you always see them in the news. And this may be also one reason why a lot of the risks are overlooked. Rosmin, when you look at IPOs, what are some of the things that come to mind when you look at the risks that you need to look out for? The first main risk, I think, is going to be the lack of uh, stock trading history, right? So when the company got floated in the public hmm. uh, listing, right, you generally don't really have any idea how they're going to trade uh, a few days later, right? So yeah. you don't know how the market is going to price them in terms of uh, price to earning multiple. So that is the kind of risk that I think uh, people are gambling on, right? Or people are speculating on. If you buy something, let's say, at 20 times PE multiple, and then subsequently, a few months later, it becomes 10 times multiple, that's the time where you could potentially lose money, assuming the earnings are equal. And when this kind of uh, companies, their valuation start to come down and the market start to misprice them. Sometimes entrepreneurs may decide that, hey, I think we shouldn't stay listed, we should take it private, so they buy them at a cheaper price. Right? So this is what happened to I think, 7-Eleven in Malaysia, where Byzantine listed the company in 2010. I think just nine months later, he took it private at a much cheaper price. So he make a lot of money from that. Right? And a lot of examples so in Singapore, you have uh, Osim, right? This, I mean, a few companies that I used to invest before, they also took it private because of the poor valuation. And another thing to look out for is all the buzz and hype. How do you value a company when it comes to IPOs, uh, Rusmin? So I don't really buy into hype uh, because generally when a company that is going listing, uh, they, when they come with the hype, generally the valuations are a lot higher because they want you to invest in the company. So that kind of valuations tend to be high. That's why IPO stock generally they are, I mean, for people who list a company, generally they want to sell high, right? Mm. So this is the the kind of risk that I usually don't take, don't take because the valuation first is on the high side. So I think uh, it doesn't really make sense for me to subscribe to them. Right. And yeah, so simply by avoiding them right? <laughs> and wait for it, I think three years, four years down the road and see whether they have tr- could track record and valuation could have come down. And this is the mm-hmm. time where I think you can really look at the, the stocks. Hey, Rusmin, the other thing that you're, you are looking out for is the business risk. And this is something you really pour into the uh, prospectuses of the IPOs to find out how the inner workings of the company actually are. Yeah, so uh, I think any stock or any REIT that you're going to buy, uh, they will usually come with this uh, IPO prospectus. And this is a huge, thick, thick document. Uh, generally, people don't really read them because they can be 500 over pages, 700 pages. Uh, if I just look at an example of uh, Haiti Lao, when they IPO in 2018, the number of uh, pages in the IPO prospectus is about more than 500 pages. Right? Who? going to read them no one mm. right so i mean but as an investor i think you really need to look at the uh, point uh, ipo perspective and look at some of the reads that they highlighted in the document and one of the key reads for uh it example that i saw was the related party transaction right so mm. that related party transaction is basically the dealing of the listed company with a private entity that belongs to the founder right and they actually purchase more than 50 percent of the cost from the private entities and that item alone is really subject to uh, manipulation, right? Because you really don't know what's happening between the private entities and the LISCO. And they just classify everything into one lump sum. 
Yeah, so uh, generally, when you look at this kind of risk, you don't want to be buying into another companies like Luckin Coffee, which eventually <laughs> become a fraud company, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So related party risks might be something to look out for when you uh, pour through the prospectus. And of course, a lot of people, when they look at IPOs, right, a lot of time is spent reading about the stories and pretty much looking at when or how much you should get into the stock. But then a lot of investors forget about the exit strategy. Walk us through you know, what we should be thinking about. So if, if you invest in the IPO stock, generally, you, I mean, for people that are not, generally they are buying it as a speculation. Right? They hope that the market on the first few days will go up and then if it goes up and then they will just sell and lock in the tidy profit, uh, percentage. But other times, so when the IPO, com- the price come down after a few days of trading, uh, generally they keep it for a long term, right? So if you stay low, it could be a big problem. But generally, if you, uh, when it comes to selling, uh, you need to look at uh, the fundamental of the business, right? If the company fundamentals has start to deteriorate, right? and that is generally a good time to sell, right? But other times, let's say you invest into a good quality business. Uh, another one good example would be, let's like, say Facebook, when you buy them during the IPO, you, you don't really have to sell them as long as the company business remain intact, the business continue to grow, right? You can just keep with it, I mean, and then let the money compound by itself. We've covered a few risks to look out for when it comes to investing in IPOs. And we've been chatting with Rusmin Ang. He is the CEO of The Fifth Person. So that wraps up this segment of The Risk Report. I'm Ryan Huang, and we will catch you next time. The Risk Report is a production of SPH Radio. It's hosted and produced by Ryan Huang. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Podcast, and streaming on Google Home.